With supply chains becoming more complex, you need to stay on top of the latest logistics developments. So if you work with logistics, you need the Beyond the Box podcast from Maersk. It's the easy way to keep up to date with everything from digital disruption and logistics to the need for supply chain resilience in today's market. Find out more and keep ahead of the game with the Beyond the Box podcast on logistics insights at maersk.com slash insights. Hey there, how are you? I hope you're having an amazing day or evening, depending on when you're here. Today, we're going to be talking about internal transfers and internal promotions. You are listening to the Career Talk Learn, Grow, Thrive podcast, where we talk about all things career-related. I tell you how it is, and we get right to the point. I'm your host, Stephanie Dennis. My background is in HR, which is what I have my master's degree in. My passion is helping others, sharing my knowledge, and doing that so others can make positive changes in their lives. So here we are. This is a good time to mention this podcast does contain adult language. All right, diving in here. So making changes, especially internally, right? So we want to go either an internal transfer or even go for an internal promotion. Making those changes in your career can definitely be done, in my opinion, the best way to do it is in your current organization. So if you want to make a change in your career, so if you want to go from HR to IT, your best chance of doing that is probably within the company you work for now because they already know you, they know your performance, they're more likely to to take what they may perceive as that risk on someone they already know. Same with a promotion. If you want to go from being an individual contributor to a leader or a manager of people, it is probably easier to take that promotion internally. Not always, but more often than not. So let's dive into the tips here. I have 17 tips for us when we're looking at internal transfers or promotions. Number one, apply for the roles that interest you. I know this seems like, well, duh, Steph, but we need to make sure that we're putting our application in. Even if the HR team knows you're looking for a move, if your manager knows you're looking for a move, they may not always know about every single opportunity. So we have to be applying. Number two, talk with your leader, your manager, your boss. Let them know that you are looking to make a move, right? And you can tee up that conversation by saying something like, hey, I'm really grateful for the opportunity to learn everything that I have within this organization, within the team, however you want to say it. One of my goals is to expand in XYZ. I would really like your support to explore internal opportunities. And I would love to know if you have any guidance or tips for me and if you can help me in that process, right? So make it short, make it sweet, but definitely have that conversation with your leader because you really don't want to go apply for a role interview and then possibly get an offer and be like, hey, yo, by the way, (laughs) you really want to make sure you have that conversation beforehand. Even if they're not supportive, at least then you know. And if they're not supportive, I think that is depending on the reason, right? If the reason is low performance, that's something that you guys should work together on to get your performance up. But if you're performing where you should be and your manager isn't supportive because they're afraid of losing you, (laughs) well, that's sweet. That is not okay, right? Someone can't block your career growth for their own selfish need. So if that's the case, definitely reach out to someone in HR. Number three, reach out to the recruiter and or hiring manager for the role that you're interested in and just ask, hey, I'm really interested in this role. I would love to learn more. Do you have a couple minutes to chat with me? And they may or may not, right? But really try and make that direct contact. Number four, make sure that you are reiterating your internal experience during the interview. Maybe you have worked on 
uh, high profile company wide projects, or maybe you have worked on a kind of the, the secret projects, right? Where it's usually called like Project Apple or something. <laughs> right? Where it's like, oh, nobody can talk about it, but people internally usually know what it is. Something that you have worked on that makes you stand out from someone who might be coming in externally. Number five, emphasize your high performance. Number six, know what you're working towards. So if you want to work towards moving from a recruiter into a IT position, make sure you know that and you know the steps that's going to get you there. Number seven, update your resume. So many times (laughs) I see internal folks applying with resumes that have the company that they worked for before they worked at their current company. So their current role within the internal organization isn't even on their resume. So I'm like, wait, what? Like, what are you doing now? Because I might know your title as a recruiter, but I don't necessarily know your day-to-day and your job duties, right? So the resume helps me with that. And it also shows, hey, I'm prepared. Like, I'm ready to go. I'm serious about this. Versus like, oh, well, I'll just throw my old resume up there. No big deal. It might not be, but it also could be a big deal. So update your resume. Number eight, list your achievements ahead of time. So ahead of time, meaning before your interview, so that you can speak to them in the interview. You don't want to list them and then take that list to the interview and read it, (laughs) but you want to list it out so they're top of mind. So going into that interview, you know everything that you've achieved and you're going to be able to bring up those achievements in the conversation. Number nine, offer to train your replacement. So let's say you get a promotion or an internal transfer. You start in a month and it takes two months to find your replacement. And I would definitely work with your current manager and your new manager to help train, even if it's like one day a week for their first, you know, two weeks or two half days, or maybe it's like two hours every day for a week or something, but offer to give your time, but get the support of both the new manager and the old manager. And then also just, I would make yourself available, right? For that new person if they have questions and be someone who can be supportive. You don't want to always be their go-to, but in the beginning doing some of that knowledge transfer could be really important. Number 10, research ahead of time. (laughs) Yes, you know the company, you know the corporate culture. However, you don't necessarily know the new team. You could, but you may or may not. Make sure you know the team, what they're working on, what their goals are. You know, get that research done, dig in a little bit deeper. You are an internal candidate, so you have that advantage. So use it. Rolling really well into number 11. (laughs) Talk to people who are already on the team before you apply. And you can even reach out and say, hey, I saw your team is hiring for whatever, whatever. I would really love to chat with you even for a couple minutes, get your you know input, ask a couple questions, hear about the day-to-day, that sort of thing. Number 12, make a pros and cons list. Not every internal role is going to be the best fit, right? So we want to make sure that we're going after roles that are going to be a good fit and that makes sense for the goals we're trying to accomplish. And I'm a big list person, as you all know. (laughs) So go ahead and make the pros and cons list. Number 13, understand any sort of compensation differences. So if you are doing a transfer, transfer tends to allude to compensation being the same. However, I don't want us to make that assumption because oftentimes, let's say your company has a level structure. Let's say levels one through 10, 10 being, you know, CEO, one being entry level person just out of college. Just because something is a level four within HR does not mean it has the same 
salary band as a level four in software development. Some companies it will be the exact same. Other companies, the levels are also tailored to the specific job category. So don't make assumptions. If I would not talk to the hiring manager so much about compensation, but either HR or the recruiter for the role. Number 14, stay positive, even if (laughs) you get rejected. I know not easy. However, what you don't want to do is get rejected for a role, get salty, (laughs) and then ruin your chances at the next opportunity. Number 15, develop and cultivate strong relationships. This is really important. So making sure you're making contacts and building relationships with recruiting, with HR, with different hiring managers, with cross-functional teams, basically everyone that you interact with, make sure that you're building that relationship and that rapport because you never know if one of the cross-functional teams you're working on now could be a future hiring manager on a promotion that you want. So make sure that you are building good relationships with everyone that you work with. Number 16, offer names of people who can speak to your work during your interview. And not so much in like, oh, by the way, these are my references, but during the conversation. So maybe someone asks you about a project you worked on and you can say, hey, I worked really closely with my leader, so-and-so. Feel free to reach out to them. I also partnered really closely with so-and-so in that project as well. They were a peer of mine. They're open to talking to you about my work performance as well. So getting that permission ahead of time, of course, but having it be part of the conversation and not like an awkward, like, oh, my internal references are one, two, three. (laughs) Have it be conversational, but give that permission, right? Again, you've already received permission from the people you're offering the names up to, right? Like, oh, you know, I worked with so-and-so and that so-and-so person has already said, yes, I'm happy to talk to a hiring manager. The hiring manager probably will reach out, especially if you're an internal candidate. But even if they don't, it says that, hey, I've done my research, I've prepared, I've received permission from these people for you to talk with them. And I'm confident in the work that I've done by offering their name to you. And number 17, explain your plan to close any skills gaps. So we can use my example earlier. If I want to move from HR to an IT role, there's probably a pretty big skills gap there, right? Depending, of course, on what type of HR role I have and what type of IT role I want to move into, but the chances are I'm going to have to close that gap a little bit. So you need to be very clear if there is a gap that needs to be filled You need to be clear on what your plan is and communicate that so they know you're prepared, you have a plan, and I would even go the next step of let them know what you've already done, how you've already initiated taking those steps, because that's going to show initiative that you care, that you're invested, and that you're ready to go. So maybe it is taking simply an online course, right? Hey, I've already started this online course, I've learned, you know, yada, 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 and next I want to dive in deeper to learn this, right? So you can say, hey, I understand. Like, I'm not the expert here. However, I'm an expert on this company, I'm an expert on this organization. I'm ready to jump in and I'm proving myself by already learning. 
All right. I hope that episode was helpful. If you have questions you want me to answer on the podcast, head over to the Google survey link below. It's in the notes. Thank you for taking the time to listen and support the show. I really appreciate you. You can find the show notes over at stephdennis13.com. If you want to learn how we can work together, head over to listen to careertalk.com for more information. Uh, You can support the show one of three ways. You can head over to the online store, careertalkswag.com. You can make a donation via PayPal or Anchor, or you can leave a rating or review on whatever uh, podcast listening app you are on right now. You can reach out to me on the socials, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, StephDennis13, and then Career Talk Podcast on Instagram as well. We are written, produced, hosted, and edited by yours truly. You are simply amazing. I hope you have a lovely rest of your day.